everyone, welcome back to the Created to Be podcast. I'm your host, Bill Anderson, and today we're going to talk about balance. This is the Created to Be podcast with Bill Anderson. You really understand the gospel. It is, it is the freest thing there is. Where we help you discover the threefold strong, being strong physically, mentally, and spiritually. There's really no strings attached. And now your host, Bill Anderson. All right, so we have our question guy, Josh, back again. Hello. And Thanks for having me back. Yeah, you know, you just make it so much easier. Um, you have someone to talk to? Because yeah, you talk, talk to, to yourself a lot. Mm-hmm. But I do it's talk. Different. You know what? I do. I, I really do, honestly. You can oh, I ask do it all the time. my family. Heidi's like, who are you talking to? And I'm like, me? The Lord? <laughs> now leave me alone. <laughs> right. <laughs> The, the Elohim that you right. can't see right. from last week. And if you can, then God bless. <laughs> been awesome. Tell me, are they listening? <laughs> yeah, well, you never know these days what's listening, who's listening. Uh, isn't that scary? It is. Right. You know, that's why you try not to offer up too much on the internet because you never know what's going to happen. But yeah, well, you never are. know who's watching, who's listening. I mean, you might even have your own FBI agent assigned to you. I'm just saying. I hope it's a night agent because that was a cool show. Oh, yeah, it was, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. All the good shows from the olden days. All you whippersnappers don't know what the 80s and 90s were like. Right, like 18. Even... Oh, MacGyver. You know what my favorite show Love was? MacGyver. What? The Greatest American Hero. Hero. We talked about that. One season. I know. I, I loved, loved it. He had superpowers, but he couldn't figure them out. He lost the instruction booklet. Lost the instruction book. You can go to YouTube and watch that. I know I don't want I know. to see people there, but it's like. Well, it was much cooler when I was a kid. It's not so cool now. It's like, eh, it's kind of lame. Yeah, I watched the A-Team now, and I was like, man, I used to I used to live for Mr. T. I loved Mr. T. That was the name of one of our dogs, Miniature Mr. Schnauzer. Mr. T. Mr. T. <laughs> Mr. Uh-huh. T. <laughs> yeah. We, we, he ended up being called Teeter. Um <laughs> He got hit by a car. Oh my gosh! And uh, he wasn't right after that, so he would stick his head under the chair, like all day long, hours on end, and just wag his little stubby tail, um, and Try- look at nothing. He'd stare at a corner, just <laughs> nose right into the corner, and I don't know what the heck he saw, but he was he was. Hey, I, I, I'm trying not home. to laugh at, at your dog getting hit. When you describe that, it just kind of. Well, and what's funny too is what the people on the audio don't see is you and I see me video, so I'm actually wagging my little tail. Tail, right? <laughs> He's like playing along with the sound effects and a little motion. Oh my god! This is why when I talk to myself, Heidi knows what I'm doing because I'm doing the motions. <laughs> right. Oh. Maybe I was hit by a car at some time. You know, <laughs> I think you'd remember it. But you uh, never know, you, though. You never know. Oh. All right. So you proposed a question yeah. on on balance. And, and here's the dilemma, because if you ask my family, they'll probably tell you that I struggle with this a lot. Right. Well, how do you find balance in life and well, I guess business I have and, and uh, like your, even your, you know, your church responsibilities? I mean, you you got so many hats and trying to balance marriage on top of, you know, everything else on top that you're doing it it can be weird i mean we all we all get there yours is especially mm-hmm. a busy since you're a business owner and i don't have well, kids yeah. so I, I, I get a little more time but you're also father i mean it uh, and grandfather and yeah my kids that. are all grown and gone and um you know so it's not as demanding as they were when they were littler in you high know? school um yeah. All those years. But uh, so anyway, um, here's here's a problem, right? And everybody wants a prescription. I think we talked about this or I talked yeah. about it. Everybody wants the answer key. And the problem is, is there's no standard answer key to this because everybody has a different dynamic with their lives. Everybody has a different, you know, um, setting a different scenario they're in a different stage in their life they've got different resources i mean the list goes on and on and on and a lot of times when people hear things and that's why we try to teach principles and pass on principles with the uh created to be podcast and the especially with a threefold strong Mm -hmm. the physical mental and spiritual strengthening we pass on principles because the tools uh, become irrelevant, right? Because if if I know what I need to do, there are a few different 
ways, many different ways uh, to get there. But um, I can share with you what I have done and, and you have sure. to remember this is always uh, an evolution. I hate using that word um, because I don't believe in evolution. So I feel kind of self-conscious when I say my process is a evolution just because that's that word is just a, well, remember, evolution word for is me a, personally. It's, it's just a theory. It's not a law. It's just a theory. Yeah. Well, they treat it like a law, but anyway, we digress. Um, so it's ongoing, right? It's, it's, it's always moving. It's always changing. And there's parts of me that goes, man, I wish I would have known this, you know, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, 50 years ago. Um, it would be so different. But if I did know this at that time, then I would definitely be a different person, different place. So I can't ever live in regret. And you should never live with regret in the fact that, hey, I'm 50. I'll be 51 next week. Wow. So you will? Your birthday's 51 burpees week? are coming your way. Yeah. Oh, so boy. when you come to class, I'm going to make you do 51 burpees for my birthday. So that's, exactly that's what my, date yeah. is that? Because uh, it would be the 7th of June. Yeah. 7th of June. All right. I'm going to be busy on that day. Yeah. So, um, you know, and, and every, every day after that you miss, it's uh, it comes with interest. Oh, compounded daily? <laughs> yeah. Compounded daily. <laughs> so anyway, um, you know, you wouldn't be the person you are. So you can't live with regret. You know, hey, I wish I would have. Because if you would have, you would have been a different place. And, you know, you could hypothetically think, yeah, I'd be better. But you don't know that. You right. don't know that. So just be happy where you are. Be happy with the information when it comes um, your way. So one other thing that I really, I don't like um, is I don't want to be a hypocrite. Okay. Um, I, I believe there's a lot of people out there that share ideas and thoughts and hey i do this and do this and do this but they don't they don't do it themselves and so you know i may not be perfect at the stuff that i talk about not 100 percent, but i don't think anybody ever is you know sure. um we got hills and valleys and you know all throughout our life we've got great moments we've got bad moments and as you and i had learned through ids with todd fossey you really learn through the failures Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, don't be so bummed out about failures. And that's really given me a different perspective because I used to really get, it would really um, mess me up if I didn't do something um, to my standard or to what I thought I should have done, what I thought your expectation was. I put my standard there mm -hmm. and maybe I hear you say something like this. This used to really get me with John all the time. John will say something to somebody else and I'll overhear that. And then I'll assume that same expectation that he's passing off to them. I'll assume it for me. And maybe it's not practical for me. Like when he's talking to, to Braden, who is, you know, in his late 20s there and telling him he should be doing stuff. I'm like, oh, I guess I, would, I need to be doing that too. But we're two different. We're in two different, totally different paths and realms. And there's no way I can keep up with, with him. That guy's... Uh, amazing he's amazing he's an amazing mm -hmm. guy too he's a sure great person but um there's no way right but i used to get all bummed out because i'd hear that and i would put myself at that expectation and um you know you even saw it a little bit with level one of ids when you know i had tore my ac in my shoulder yeah. and i wanted to do all the fighting that you guys were doing and i i you know what you guys almost had to fight me off of not fighting because yeah. I wanted in there, you know, and I was like, no, I don't care. I'm, I don't care. I'm going to go. I, I need to do this because I thought that was Todd's expectation. Todd's, I need to pass this. I need to show him I can do this. I need to do this. So I need to go. Yeah. Um, so, but, but, but I think you, yeah, I got, I got the, uh, the, I just passed, right? You passed. I didn't get the A, but I got the, <laughs> I got the pass. <laughs> Participation grade. Way to go, Bill participation mm -hmm. um so you know you got to be careful with that but i don't want to be a, a hypocrite i don't want to sit here and go because my family listens to this and sometimes my daughter will say oh really dad you do that huh and i'm like yeah <laughs> yeah I, I may, I may. <laughs> at church you know my family's in the back row there and and i'll say that all the time i'm like you know i gotta be careful what i say because my family's back there right. they'll, they'll call me out <laughs> you know 
So, um, okay, so with that said, let's talk about balance here. And I screenshotted you my, my little mind map yeah. um, that as I was waiting for you to cook your dinner, man, I don't know what kind of dinner you cooked, but it took it's, forever. It's still in there. Um, it grew. It grew. I can tell. My mind map grew. Um, so the first thing in order to make sure you have have balance in choosing what you should be doing and what you shouldn't be doing is first and foremost your mindset. I think everything is fueled from that perspective. Whenever I get out of balance, whenever um, I get in the rut, as we had talked about a few weeks yeah. ago, it all stems from stinking thinking, we call it, right? Um, a bad mindset, being in a bad headspace. Mm -hmm. um, so with the mindset, you have to have your focus. Hey, what am I doing? Why am I doing it? And what's the what's the purpose of it? Remember that whole trick with exercise versus training? Yeah. Just that that verbiage right there will help give you the correct mindset for why you're going to do something. If I say, hey, I'm just going to go and exercise, you know, that's kind of recreational, that's kind of fun. And, you know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, right? Mm -hmm. um, but if, there's a lot of people that exercise and have exercised for years and there's no results. They're, they're plateaued. They're still at the same place. Right. I know people that have, you know, had had a lot of extra weight on them and they're sitting there telling me, gosh, I don't I don't understand. I I exercise and, and I'm like, well, what are you doing? Well, I, you know, I walk around the block and not that not that walking's not bad, but it's like, OK, well, um, have you increased your time? Have you, you know, started to pick up the pace a little bit? Have you, you know, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. You know, they're never training because they're just exercising. See, when I train, it's a different mindset. There's a different purpose. I'm focused. I'm training for a reason. There's my why. So all of that plays in to the foundational mindset. So you have to have the correct mindset. And if you get off in the weeds or in the rut, where do you revert back? You revert back to that mindset. Why am I doing this? What's my focus? I need to start training. Um, so that's the first and foremost thing. The second thing is, believe it or not, accountability is huge. Oh, yeah. Um, very few people in this world can do things um, on their own, truly on their own without any accountability. Now, I can do some things on my own, um, and I'm actually pretty good at it. But when I throw in that accountability of whether, hey, somebody is expecting me to do this, mm -hmm. somebody is counting on me to do this, um, that changes everything for me. Oh, yeah. I will go to the gym. I will, I will do everything I can to not miss coaching. Why? Because somebody is counting on me. Somebody got up. Yeah. drove there or took time out of their afternoon or whatever time it may be. And they went there to see me. I need to be there now reverse that order. And if it's me going to the gym to be trained by somebody else, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm just going to stay home today. Sure. Right. But I will never miss um, if somebody is counting on me. Not, not if I can help it. Sure. I mean, it's got to be pretty bad out or I got to be pretty injured or I got to be pretty sick or scheduled vacation or, or whatever. Um, but I'll go. I mean, I'll go to the point where I'm getting up, you know, at 445 in the morning to, to get there to do it. Right. Because there might be somebody there that shows up. And there are. Right. Um, the accountability also is, you know, I need to study for the subject for church because the people that are coming on Sunday are counting on me. Yeah. Right. I will, I will step out and do it more so because of that than I ever will for myself. Now, you ever heard this accountability partner? 
like, Hey, you know, we're going to, we're going to oh, work yeah. out together and you're going to be my accountability partner or, you know, we're going to start this new diet or this new eating and you're going to be my accountability or in, in church. Hey, I want you to be my accountability partner. Well, that accountability partner is only as good as the information they receive, right? Sure. So if you were telling me, hey, everything's good. Yeah, I'm not struggling. I eat everything that I'm supposed to. I didn't sneak no butter pecan ice cream with, you know. So good. 10 gallons of chocolate syrup and all that yummy goodness. Sounds amazing. Uh, bad decisions about to happen, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, I can, I can fib all that, right? But to show up and to go and do something with somebody, that's, that's totally different. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I try to play that with some people, right? Um, you'll hear me say, Hey, where were you this morning? You should have been here, right? I'm trying to throw that accountability on you saying, you know what, Josh, you didn't come this morning. You, you kind of let me down. I was, I came here for you and you didn't show up, right? Trying to kind of reverse psychology that moment so that you go, man, I better get there. Otherwise Bill's going to be disappointed. Yeah. you will be disappointed. I need to me. go there for him. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You don't go there for you. You come because man, I was hoping to see you there. Right. So I think that's huge. So you got to find some type of accountability. Now, this also goes back to our gardens, right? Because at the ultimate uh, point of creation, man was given a task and that is to tend and keep his garden. And so now yeah. when I go back and I review my gardens, well, anybody that pertains to that garden is counting on you. So it goes back to the gardens and, you know, there's people counting on you, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it's your family or, or whatever your garden is. Um, people at work, you know, I, I, we have people that don't show up to work and they don't think it's any big deal. I'll just call in sick or I'll just, you know, go do something else. And yeah, I feel they don't understand, do especially in the, yeah, especially in the service industry, people right. are counting on you, right? Hey, I needed you to be here today because something isn't working and I was counting on you. Uh, if you have employees that are under you and they directly report to you and you're responsible to get them material or answer questions or whatever, whatever, and you don't go, you're letting them down. Sure. And then ultimately you're letting the owners down because they hired you to fill that role or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. So accountability is, is, is pretty important. So you've got to have your mind, right? You got to find your purpose. You got to find your why you got to shift your focus to training right? That gives it purpose. And then you find that accountability. Then I think it's really important to be organized. If you're not organized, um, things just kind of fall apart. It falls apart. That's exactly and, right. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm a huge living testimony to that. Um, something will, will break or I'll have a plan to go fix something. Let's just say in my house, I go out to the shop and I spend 20 minutes looking for the screwdriver and then can't find it, you know, so everything just kind of snowballs um, after that. So mm -hmm. you have to be organized. So you have to create a plan with your task of whatever you're going to do. And don't worry, we'll, we're going to get to all this stuff. So just stick with the group there. You, bet. Um, you have to have a plan and that's where mind maps really work well for me. I mean, I wrote this mind map down that I'm looking at that I sent you a picture of literally in, I don't know, three to five minutes. Sure. Uh, it gives me a brain dump. It gets my thoughts out. It gets them onto my whiteboard or my piece of paper, whatever it is. It gives me a path because I follow it like a clock, mm -hmm. right? I just go around the circle as if I were uh, a clock going clockwise. And it takes me from point to point to point. Within the point, I have subpoints. So mind maps are, are really great, great tools for helping you put a plan together. The next thing is you get tools together. So part of the organization is having a plan and then tools. So whatever you're trying to accomplish, and this should make sense as we talk about, you know, different tasks. Different tasks are going to require different tools. Um, but you have, you know, audio things you can listen to. You've got, you can make yourself flashcards. I love flashcards, especially with my, uh, past as being a magician, I'll do card flourishes. In fact, oh, you, yeah. you, 
on the phone even before we started you like are you shuffling cards yeah, yeah. i always have cards i have blank cards that i'll make my own i have dry eraser cards that i can you know erase and write new stuff on um i have all those different kind of tools that i use whatever works for you okay sure. uh the other thing is is in technology i have found the app called OneNote. it's a uh, google yeah. um, and i use that like crazy you can set up notebooks um, they share between all of your devices i have a galaxy ultra s 22 something so it comes with a pen so i can write in fact my whole sermon last sunday was done from a mind map that i wrote on my phone i think i showed did i show that to you no i don't think no i showed it oh i showed it to i, I showed it. it to bob up there at the nra instructor yeah i'll show it to you if i see you tomorrow but cool. um yeah so i i do that now if i don't have my phone i can bring it up on my tablet but i have these different tools and i've done that with you know with ids i've done that with different studies you create a notebook you create a page and you just have that resource there always at your hand and then google drive obviously is a is a good tool so that you have all these resources at your um, at your disposal uh, the ultimate is your memory and that's why we're big on the memory stuff because I can at least access this stuff through my mind uh, and I don't need my phone. I don't need flip cards. I don't need flashcards. I don't need audio files. I don't need notebooks. I don't need any of this stuff because it's all right here. And remember, that's why the memory training is so important because nobody can ever take your thoughts or the things you store between your ears they can never take that away from you. Okay. Got it. The other thing under organization is places. So when I go to focus on something or whenever I go to do a task, I want to set myself up in a place that will eliminate distractions. Um, and I am so bad at that. I am so <laughs> bad about being in a room trying to sit down and study and looking over going oh look at that book man i haven't read that book in a while and then now all of a sudden i'm i'm uh, i'm derailed i'm off the tracks so the secret to finding balances the right mindset your focus your why training purpose having accountability why are you doing it who are you doing it for and it always works better if you're doing it for somebody else other than yourself. Mm. You can let yourself down. It's very easy to let yourself down. It's very hard to let somebody else down, especially someone who you consider a friend or a family sure. member. Very hard to let them down. Um, define your gardens and then anything that doesn't fit to the purpose or the role of those gardens, um, it's a waste of your time. It's a distraction. So you can always use those gardens as a filter. So as you know, I just did my NRA instructor pistol mm -hmm. uh, certification. And some people might say, well, why are you doing that? Isn't that a waste of your time? Don't you have other things to focus on? No, because it fits um, one of my gardens, right? It fits mm -hmm. the, the it, it supports, it supplements, it you know, helps that other garden. So therefore it's not a waste of time. Now for me to go learn something like karate or BJJ, or for me to go and learn how to be, you know, a, a tennis star or something like that, unless I'm just doing it for fun mm -hmm. with my wife. Right. And now I'm tending that garden. But if I'm, if it doesn't help me support whatever, then it's a waste of time. So yeah. Um, no, I'm not going to do that. I can easily filter that stuff out. Information today is both a blessing and a curse. You can literally learn anything at a moment's notice with the internet. Yep. Uh, but you can go down a ton of rabbit holes and then all of a sudden you've been sucked in and it's been, you know, a couple hours and you're like, oh, oh didn't get that done. Mm -hmm. um, that didn't work. Where did the time go? Where did the day go? So, um, 
So those are very important. The blazes uh, will eliminate distractions. Okay, so now, once I've defined my gardens and what I want to work on, okay, whether it's, hey, I need to sit down and, and do some work, and within the work, I'll do this too. Within Arc Electric, I'll have certain things that I need to get done, right? Certain tasks that belong to me, uh, certain items that fall into my plate, okay? Within the church, there are certain things that need to be done. Within, you know, teaching uh, the, the self-defense and all that stuff, there's things that need to be done. Within my physical training, there's things that need to be done. Within my memory training, there's things that need to be done. Mm -hmm. So I have all these items out there, and how do I now organize those in such a way that the teeter-totter I guess for you northerners, it's a seesaw, but it's a teeter-totter because I'm, <laughs> I'm from Pueblo, from Pueblo, southern Colorado. We called it a teeter-totter. Um, it's never balanced, right? We, we tend yeah. to overemphasize one, and then when we do that, we underemphasize another. So I take all these tasks, and I break them into 20-minute blocks. And this is something that has really helped me um, lately to really help become more productive. It's what I call being hyper-focused. Okay, and we learned this from Todd Fossey at IDS, right? 20 minutes a day for 12 weeks is how long it takes to develop the myelation right, which is the unconscious comprehension of a skill. Mm. So the, the places of learning are, you know, um, I'm not aware of my incompetence. I'm ignorant of my competence, right? And that's where the Dunning-Kruger effect comes in, where, where you think you're the expert, but you're really not. not you're ignorant of it. You're unaware. You're unconscious of your, you know, conscious knowledge of something yep. from there you realize oh my goodness i i'm lacking here i'm not as smart as i thought i'm i'm needing some some skill i need to bump this up so now i have conscious kind of consciousness right or conscious ignorance if you will ignorance can be defined two different ways i'm choosing to ignore something or i'm ignorant i'm ignoring it because i don't know but now I'm aware, and so now I start to focus, right? I have that real focus, conscious training. I'm consciously training it really slow, really hyper-focused for those 20 minutes um, until the point where I reach the skill level to where I'm now doing it unconsciously. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I've developed the unconscious consciousness or the unconsciousness of, of, of understanding and being able to perform that skill without having to think about it. It just happens. Um, some people kind of say that's how you develop the muscle memory or something. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Todd says there's no such thing as muscle memory. That's a very lay, you know, lay example of, of, of saying what's scientifically happening with the the myelination of your brain, the forming of the grooves to where something happens, a skill is developed. And you get to the point where you're doing that skill and it looks like there's no effort. You see these people, you know, in sports particularly or uh, music or whatever, or dance, and they're just, they're doing something and they look at, they make it look so effortless, you know, mm -hmm. so it's like, oh gosh, it looks easy. And that's when <laughs> we're like, we can do that. That looks easy. All they're doing is this and all they're doing that now. You know, in the magic world, it was very apparent, right? Um, somebody thinks, oh, you work on a sleight of hand skill for, for years, you know, and you mm -hmm. get it to where it doesn't look like you're doing anything. And then somebody realizes what they're doing and they, they can explain it, but then to try to do it, it just looks like a huge mess. Sure in their hands um and the same was like with krav right you know we tell you you know keep your hands up in the punch and move and stuff you know it takes time to develop that and then uh, over time you look at it and you go man you're you're looking really good and you're like really uh 
I didn't even notice that. Riding a bike. Think about when you first learned to ride a bike. Sure. Man, you had just this intense concentration of, of keeping the balance and not over you know, working the handlebars and trying to pedal and pedal forward, not accidentally go backwards and hit the brake. And, you know, I mean, now you jump on a bike and shoot, you can do it or driving or whatever, you know, you can drive unconsciously. People do it all the time as they're on yep. their phone or eating or doing whatever they do. Um, so 20 minutes is the key. So I kind of took that from Todd and said, Hey, I'm going to break my day into 20 minute segments. And so, oh, wow. uh, you know, obviously if you have an hour long class, you can't, you can't do that, but you can do that within the hour long class, right? Sure. Think about our IDS formula, right? What do we do for the first 20 minutes? We do the warm up, mm -hmm. and what is the warm up? All those drills. Okay, then you can move on to something else, and maybe you can throw in some, some eschatological drills, ecological drills. Man, I just can't talk. I was listening to myself on the podcast today, going, yeah. "Gosh, I cannot talk." That's okay. That's You're right. doing great. Make it, keep it keeping it real here. <laughs> if you haven't heard the eschatology um, one, it's great. I mean, you went right back to eschatology, which is perfect. But yeah, I know it's awesome. <laughs> Love that one. Uh, so, you know, it, it takes takes time to develop that stuff. And, and you get it. I was, I was looking at it, one of the, my IDS students today who has been with me since day one. And I was like, Justin, you're, you're really looking good. You're mm -hmm. really looking sharp, you know? So, and this is like, it's because when he comes into class two times a week, he's 20 minutes just doing those drills. And then we move on to retention or whatever I've got planned for the day, but you can break it up even within your hour long class. Hey, 20 minutes, we're going to work on this, you know, combatives 20 minutes. We're going to do, maybe we'll do a, a little exercise thing or whatever. And then 20 minutes, we'll do a, do a self-defense thing. And you're, you're still kind of filling that philosophy. Um, but what I have done is with my memory stuff on my little stopwatch here on my, my, my watch, I just hit go mm -hmm. and it's just full concentration, no distractions, got to have the right tools in place, right? I can't be hitting yeah. the start of my 20 minutes and being, okay, where's all my stuff, right? That's why we talked about those tools being organized. I don't want to spend 10 minutes of my 20 minutes trying to gather my materials. I need to have it ready to go in a place where I know it's at. Again, that's where that one note or whatever is, is great. I'll write it down in my notebook and I'll take a picture of the chapters of the Bible. So even if I don't have anything with me, I got my phone with me, can bring up that little sheet that I took a picture of and be like, okay, chapter one is this, chapter two is this, chapter three is this, chapter four is this, and I can work on memory. Mm. Um, super hyper-focused, you try to eliminate distractions. I've told um, family, if I'm doing this at the office, hey, I'm going into my, going into my, my room here, um, no distractions. In fact, they made, they even made a little sign to put on there do not disturb memory <laughs> training or, or, or whatever yeah. recording in process progress. I think it says, but uh, they made a little sign cause they're, they're trying to protect that time. Right. Sure. Um, so I'm doing IDS drills for 20 minutes. Um, a workout. We talked about this, the beautiful thing about the B3 bands, you can get in a killer workout in 20 minutes, mm -hmm. you know, so you can double up right there I can do a 20 minute workout followed up with 20, 20 minutes of IDS training, 40 minutes. And I've really got a lot of accomplished, but you got to make it super focused, right? That's really the key is you got to be all in for that 20 minutes. You can't just, um, you know, kind of, kind of play along with it. You gotta, you gotta be hyper-focused. And then in 12 weeks, it's amazing. It's amazing. Now it's just, it's now you're making it look easy right? Um, 20 minutes. So, hey, I'm going to answer these emails or I'm going to return these calls or I'm going to work on, you know, Facebook ads, or I'm going to work on this estimate, or I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do that. Uh, 20 minutes, I'm going to just organize the closet. I'm going to do, and you break it down. Um, you know, the old saying, how do you eat an elephant? Right? One, one, one bite at a time. time yeah. And that's, I think some of our problems because uh, I used to tell Heidi all the time, I says, you're, you're a fireman, right? You'll spend all day on one task because she can't stand to start something and not complete it. Mm. 
And meanwhile, right, as she's putting out that fire, these other fires all around her are building. And so you never really get anything accomplished because all you do is like, oh my goodness, I got to now go do this, right? I got to address this. I got to go now address that. And that you go through the circle and then right back to that first fire again. Instead of, I used to say, hey, you know what? If you only got 20 minutes to, to pick up the house or 20 minutes to just do some dishes or 20 minutes to do laundry or 20 minutes to whatever it is, yeah. just, just do that 20 minutes and then walk away from it. You know, you don't have to spend the whole afternoon doing it, right? And, and over time, 20 minutes here, 20 minutes there, 20 minutes here, 20 minutes there, all of a sudden now it's, it's, it's accomplished mm -hmm. and it's kept up on. And the reason I chose 20 minutes is one, because that's the number that, that Todd gave us, but it also works well because I can have a 20 minute block with a 10 minute transition mm. if I need it. And then that gives me an hour. So I can accomplish two things with 10 minutes in between. It gives me a, gives me a reset. Like if I'm going to work on my, um, like this morning, you know, I did the, it took me a few minutes to get all the, the gloves out of the locker and to get my bands on and to load the music up that took, you know, maybe two minutes or so, um, did the workout, uh, after the workout, a couple minutes to put that stuff away, clean it off, um, load my cert. Actually I did it, did it with my cert pistol. Um, but then I got ready, went upstairs to the upper room there and boom, right into that. So you, you, you can't go back to back cause that, that'll, you'll set yourself up for failure every time you got to have that that little bit of a break in there, the, the 10 minutes. Okay. Okay. Um, and now people go, Hey, I, I, I don't have, I don't have 20 minutes. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody in this world that doesn't have 20, 20 minutes. minutes. So you got to start to look for the gaps and here's another little secret, right? You like these little hacks. That's a popular word. Ooh, now. Life, hack life hack. Yeah. Go back to those audio folders. Okay, so I've got a 35 minute drive from my house to Castle Rock almost every day, mm -hmm. one way. <laughs> Guess what I can do? I can throw on a self-made audio flashcard of the different books of the Bible and guess what I'm doing? Now it's not as hyper-focused because I've got to drive, Sure. but I'm filling the gaps, okay? Um, people say I can never find time to stretch, you know, um, I don't know, but lately, you know, every night before we go to bed, we sit down, we, you know, we watch a show or whatever. And it's like, Hey, why, why can't I stand behind the couch and, you know, stretch my calves while we're watching this, you know, um, do some stretching, you know, find holes that maybe you need to double up, you can double yeah. up thing. And you can be doing some, um, some memory stuff. You can be doing some quick review while you're watching something on TV and then a commercial comes on, you can hit it. I mean, you, you can do it. You can find it. Okay. So you can go hyper scheduled with this stuff, or you can just fill in a couple of gaps, but you know, um, that's, that's how I do it, you know, and that's, I, so studying for church may not be such a big task for me because I'm breaking it up, you know, 20 minutes, let's just say, you know, six days a week or whatever, um, actually seven days a week because I'm studying for it all the time. Uh, I mean, how many hours am I putting in just by those little 20-minute blocks? Right. And it's super hyper-focused. See, people will go, I studied for three hours. And there's a point where they're really studying because you, you lose focus, you lose concentration, your brain can't handle that. And and I guarantee you, I can probably study with more focus, more concentration, if I set myself up and say, hey, I'm just doing this for 20 minutes. Yeah. And I'll get more accomplished than you will in three hours. I can promise you that. But if you do it accumulatively, you know, I'm, I'm in three hours, too, over the course of the week. Sure. Um, but you my problem up. is... is yeah, he broke it up. My problem is, is I, I really enjoy it. I just get into it and it's like, oh, timer's up, <laughs> you know, and it's like, oh, I want to do more, you know, and you can do more. You can, you can do two rounds of 20. I mean, there's nothing, again, 
I, I'm not giving you a prescription. I'm giving you principles and ideas and you have to make them fit. Are you tired of dealing with unreliable heating and electrical services? Well, look no further. Arc Electric Heating and Cooling is here to provide you with the best service in Colorado. Our highly trained technicians use state-of-the-art technology to ensure that your heating, cooling, and electrical systems are running smoothly. And with our commitment to affordability, you can trust that you'll get the best value for your money. We service the Denver Metro, Castle Rock, Castle Pines, Littleton, Centennial, Highlands Ranch, and Parker areas. So why wait? Call Arc Electric Heating and Cooling today and experience the peace of mind that comes with knowing that your heating, electric, and cooling systems are in good hands. Call us today at 303-656-3689. That's 303-656-3689. Arc Electric Heating and Cooling, where comfort and safety comes first. Are you tired of using the same old workout equipment? Well, it's time to switch it up and try something new. Introducing B3 BFR Bands, the revolutionary way to maximize your workout potential. With B3 BFR Bands, you will experience increased muscle activation with quicker time to fatigue and a natural release of human growth hormone. These bands are easy to use and can be incorporated into any workout routine. So what are you waiting for? Take your workouts to the next level with B3 BFR Bands. Order now by clicking on the link below. B3 BFR Bands, the future of fitness. Okay, we're back. All right. So, yeah, make it fit for you. Now, that leads me to the next point from having the right mindset, finding that accountability, be organized, then get into your 20-minute blocks. The last thing is, is you have to be flexible, right? Chuck Smith, um, kind of the, the granddaddy of Calvary Chapel, which we're a part of, used to say, blessed are the flexible, they shall not be broken, right? It's not a verse, <laughs> he kind of made it up, but it's it's true, right? If I'm so rigid, right, life is gonna happen. And if I'm so rigid in things, I need to protect the, my time. I do need to protect my time, but I can't be so rigid in it that when something comes my way, um, I break, yeah. okay? So I have to be flexible. So I schedule in, with my days, actual makeup time. So I have Fridays are like, hey, Fridays I can do whatever I want, right? If I don't get something done throughout the week, I got a little flex day there. Um, maybe I only schedule four hours of the eight hour day and then the remaining uh, four hours of an eight hour day are, are flexible. You know, um, I, I, I actually sat down and plugged out on a calendar because that's the way I am. I love to plan, <laughs> really? you know, with sticky notes, um, little 20 minute blocks throughout the day. And if I stick with it, I get a lot accomplished, but you know, you can't control life. You're going to have interruptions. You're going to have things that, you know, um, meetings that come up that you have to go to or, or cars break down or you I mean, just whatever. You guys get it, right? And so, okay, hey, I didn't get my 20-minute block here at 7 o'clock, so maybe I got to do it at 6 p.m. Or maybe it doesn't get done today. Like, if I don't get my 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 workout, my B3 band 20-minute workout in uh, this afternoon, okay, cool. I'll just bump it to tomorrow. And guess what? I don't, I don't schedule a workout for Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Those are makeup days. If I get something in, great. If I don't... Okay. Right. I mean, it's just, and then if I find myself in a trend or in a practice of not getting stuff done, then I got to revert back to the mindset and get myself thinking right again, readjusted. And that cycle just continues over and over and over again. Um, the other secret uh, that I have with this is you got to have resources. Resources can help you. You can sit down and try to figure this stuff out. Uh, but you'll save yourself a lot of time if you use the examples of other people, uh, use tools, you know, um, you can use Google uh, to shortcut some of the stuff 
you know, hey, how do I do this? Um, and don't say je- chat GP, whatever. I, I refuse to use that. So. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that. My daughter was like, I'm going to use that to create blog posts for our electrical business. And I'm like, no. And then she's like, hey, I did it. Guess how long it took me? Five minutes. So now I can do another 20-minute block on something else. I'm like, well, I guess I can't argue with you. Um, I said, just make sure it says what it's supposed to say. <laughs> so well, it looks like I just lost my getting. job to a computer. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't know. We'll talk about that. Oh, no. <laughs> so anyway, uh, use your resources, right? Use tools, use books. Again, now that goes to the threefold strong. What are we doing with all this stuff? We're building our mind, right? We're learning new stuff. We're using our resources within our head, the things that we put in. Right. Once that stuff goes in, uh, it's really hard. Everybody has a photographic memory. Everybody has a photographic memory. The problem is recall, right? Getting it back, pulling it back out. That's the problem. And so if you can figure out ways to, to put that information in certain filing systems, that's our memory stuff, right? I'm able to recall it um, a lot faster, a lot quicker, but everybody remembers uh, what they see. In fact, if you just flash words at you, right, your brain's putting that in there. Mm-hmm. You you don't have to process it, right? If if I if I show you an apple, you don't have to look at that and go, hmm, I think, well, is that an apple? No, you just look at it and you just boom, you know, yeah. it's an apple. Yeah. There's there's no question. There's no you don't have to sit there and look at it and go, apple. You know, the same thing with a stop sign. When you pull up, you go stop. I guess I better stop. No, you look at it. You don't even have to think. You see the sign. You see the word stop. You don't even have to voice the word in your head, right? Stop. You know it says stop. Same thing. If I flash that at you in a microsecond, you you, you saw it. You can't unsee it. The problem is, is recalling it. So, you know, the threefold strong methodology is we're putting that stuff into our brain. Um, and then we got to be able to recall it. Uh, then we're going to make it a skill with these 20 minute time blocks. Um, and then we're also going to be super focused, hyper focused with our, our tasks that we got to do. And that Josh is how we find balance. Cause if I can really concentrate, you know, in my magic days, I would say concentrate like orange juice. So if you can really concentrate and focus in, you don't need hours on end. You just need 20 minutes. That's all you need. 20 minutes. And then you can move on to something else. And then you can move on. So think about this. If you had eight 20-minute blocks, that's a four-hour day. And then you got the whole rest of the day to do whatever you want. Right. Right? And so schedule those times. Keep it focused. Now, maybe your job requires you know, numerous 20-minute blocks throughout that job. Sure. Right. 20 minutes of emails, 20 minutes of this, 20 minutes of that. And again, you can't always control it. You get called into a meeting, that meeting's two hours, three hours. I mean, oh, that's where you got to be flexible. But if you hyper focus in that short amount of time, I think you'll be amazed at how much you can get accomplished. All right. What's your questions? Our 20 minutes is up. Wow. That actually that was 49 minutes of that but yeah you did two 20 minute segments i loved it actually for a moment there i was like is this a podcast or is he giving me self-help because i'm sitting there writing down notes like well yeah maybe i need to do that one a little more but i i do remember it like ah the blocking up the life or at least putting things into segments like that it, it that helped me going through college many many years ago and i didn't really know what i was doing at the time or what it was it just worked for me so i went with it you know i didn't know that it had a name or anything like that so that was always really useful. How often yeah, and that's do you the, find... That's the same stuff from Bob, right? The, yeah. Or not Bob, but Todd. Todd. And then how often are you f- you finding that there's... Is there... How how many oops are oopses before they're problems, right? Meaning the day gets out of control and you're still trying to find that that balance in there. And it's like, it's your business or it's life. You know what I mean? And I think... Maybe the better question is when do people think that they're getting too overwhelmed by it? You know, what's that point when 
it's become too much for him. And what do you say to those individuals? Because really, you're just fighting that that negative self talk and emotion when you don't. Yeah, stuff. you you defeat yourself, and we always defeat ourselves um, in, in in our mind first, right? Mm -hmm. And that's why you know a lot of times I'm guilty of being ready, fire, aim. Um, meaning that I'll jump into something without fully counting the cost, without fully processing the how, uh, just start tearing things apart or, or, you know, whatever. And it's like, you know, I get halfway through and, you know, building something because I didn't want to take the time to read the instructions. And then I got six bolts left at the end and going, huh, I wonder where these go, you know, and then I have <laughs> <Yeah>. to <you laughs> know, right. step back and have to disassemble half the thing to put the, put them in there. Um, where they were supposed to go so but there's an there's another problem where people don't ever take action right so there's a there's a balance with that my personality fits that you know i know that i'm ready fire aim so i need to slow down a little bit and plan a little bit more whereas somebody who is ready ready re ready aim aim ready aim 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 ready ready and they never get to the fire point right yeah. they just talk about it talk about it, talk about it. for that person they need to recognize that with their life and be like you know what i i need to i need to jump in right i need, I need to go right start and that's kind of where you know the, some of the physical things that we do you know getting into the cold water taking the cold showers um you just you don't think about it right when when the, okay, who's next in the in the bull in the ring? I, I am. I want to be first. I don't want to wait. I, I, I don't want to sit here and wait. I want to get it over with. I want to get in there and get after it. Because yeah. the sooner I get in there, the sooner I get after it, the sooner it's over. Right. Um, yeah. So you need to adopt that mindset. So when you start to feel you know, overwhelmed or, or out of balance, you got to really step back. And where did we start? Mindset. What's my purpose? What's my why? And maybe there's a lot of things that you're trying to do that you don't need to be doing. Uh -huh. They don't fit your gardens. So you don't have the right mindset. You don't have the right focus. You don't have the right why. And you haven't defined your gardens because the focus, the why, the mindset, the purpose is according to the garden that you're tending and keeping. So what and do? I think a lot of people just got to, you know, they're distracted. This world is just full of distractions. So what, okay. So what do you say to the person that is one of those crash course sort of people, the ones that, you know, study 20 hours before the test instead of the 20 over a, a bit of time and it's worked for them, but maybe it's not as effective as it could be. I mean, do you think, how do you, how do you explain to them that where they've had success in other places that to accept this, this kind of change in the way they think? Because I, I think this is actually the best way for me to learn. And I've never had a crash crash course actually help me pass anything before. Well, so, I mean, what do you say to those folks? Because they do exist. They're out there, right? Sure, sure. And I can crash course something because I know how to memorize things. I know how oh, to yeah. study. I know how to take tests. Um, you know, I studied for a week. Uh, and went and passed a, a, a hundred question master mechanical from a week's study. And they, it wasn't a full week. It was here, the, here a little, there a little, you know, and I went in there, but I knew mm -hmm. I laid out the code books in my mind so that I, you know, had the mental index of where things were. Uh, and mm -hmm. I knew how to take a code test because of all my electrical tests that I taught. I used to teach codology which is how the code book, the electrical code book is laid out. And all of those books are laid out the same. They're all in outline form. And once you have that in your mind, see, most people fail those tests because they get bogged down looking for the answer. It's like, I know right where to go. So I can crash course something and pass a test, but it doesn't mean I've mastered that skill, right? After I take the test, I forgot it. You know, there's a memory trick where people will, hey, I'm going to memorize a deck of cards, I'm going to memorize, you know, a room full of people. You go back and these people that do these memory championships, they, they actually have a, a memory games, if you will, where they 
Uh, there was even a TV show. Remember, they flashed yeah, a picture and you had to recall the picture. And, and Ron White, my friend, was actually on that one, too. I don't know how he gets on all these TV shows, but he's, <laughs> he's been on like right? three or four of them. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but, uh, you know, you asked them a week later, hey, what was the, the deck of cards that you won the memory challenge with? They're like, I don't know. I, I forgot that like as soon as I recalled it. Yeah. So there's a point of crash cramming, if you will, to pass a test. And that's where they that's where they get in trouble because now they've got this false sense uh, of a skill set that they don't really have. Uh -huh. They really don't know it. There are good test takers out there uh -huh. that can't execute the skill of whatever they're taking a test on. Okay. Um, when we were doing our when I was in the University of Tennessee, late 90s, um, going through a, a train-to-trainer to learn how to teach, you know, electricians electrical work, there was this mm -hmm. guy, his name was Bob, I can't remember his last name, um, but I remember what he said because it blew me away. He says, I can teach you all electrical theory and I can teach you how to be an electrician and I know nothing about it. And we're just like, how's that possible? How can you teach something yeah. if you don't know the skill? And he says, because I know how to teach you. I know how to teach. He says, since I know how to teach, it doesn't matter what the subject matter is. Mm -hmm. I can teach you anything. And and it's like, oh, that was a very interesting moment, but it proved a point. What was his skill set? Teaching. How to teach. Content didn't matter. So the point I'm trying to make is if I cram for something, I may obtain the knowledge, but that knowledge isn't going to have sticking power. And I'm also not going to have a skill from that. Mm. Remember 12 weeks, 20 minutes a day in order to develop that skill, those grooves in your brain where something becomes unconscious. And I'm doing it, right? Whether it's a pistol draw or whether it's a dance move or whether it's a basketball shot or whether it's whatever you fill in the blank. Um, it's going to take that time and you have to process it. But it doesn't take hours a day. It can scientifically be done, proven scientifically with 20 minutes. Mm -hmm which opens up a whole new realm of possibilities. So now I can be multi-tasked and I can be 20 minutes of, um, you know, IDS training, mm -hmm. 20 minutes of workout, 20 minutes of, of scripture memory, 20 minutes of church prep. How many hours is that? Two. Wow. Look at all I've accomplished if I just done that every day. And then I worked two hours a day and I've, I've hit, many areas of my life right. in two hours. Mm -hmm. Right. But again, you can't take this and, you know, because everybody's jobs different, everybody's uh, availability is different. Everybody's situation is different. So, you know, you don't want to walk away and go, Oh, I'm going to do all of these things. Maybe you're just working on one thing. You want to learn a foreign language. You want to learn to play yeah. a musical instrument. You want to learn to read Greek. You want to learn you know, Bible memory. You want to you want to work out. You want to clean out your attic. You, you <laughs> whatever want you want. Drill. Yeah, you want to do everything. Mm -hmm. Whatever, just break it up into whatever you want to do in twenty minute chunks, and and make it happen, and make it happen, and then you'll be amazed over time. It's like you don't even realize how much better you've gotten, but everybody else can see it. Yeah. All right. Well, next week we'll march along with some more fun, interesting topics. Uh, but Hey, if you're interested in more of that end time stuff, don't forget to visit us at sun country community church. You can find us on Facebook or you can look at us up on the web. Sun S O N country dot com and if you're interested about those b3 bands i'm telling you um i did only 10 minutes of boss today and i could hardly hold my hands up and that's <laughs> that's something because they were burning so bad because it reduces the oxygen introduces that fatigue right in, introduces um muscle growth hormone human growth hormone uh all those things just great 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 benefits of those things so again it's another hack if you will 
of I don't need an hour in the gym. I can spend 20 minutes less um, working out and, and accomplish the same, if not better, results. It's all about the intensity. Uh, check those out in the link below. And um, until then, have a great week. Come up with a plan. Come up with a focus. Jot it down. Start with one thing, right? Just take one bite of that elephant and we'll see how it goes. Till next time, just remember what you were created to be. And I'm Bill Anderson.